Through the teaching and preaching of the gospel of knowing God, intimacy and revival, lives have been impacted all around the world listening to the man of God in Shua Jefferson Hayford. It's your moment. It's your time. Stay tuned as we bring to you the word of God, refreshing, inspiring, life-changing. And now, in Shua Jefferson Hayford, you are blessed. Hello, 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 people of God. Shalom, 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 shalom. I believe you are blessed. Hallelujah. I believe you are blessed. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today. We bless you. Have your way in our lives. Speak to us through your word. Empower us. Strengthen us. Inspire us. Transform us. Through your word. Through divine revelations, divine insight, through the voice of wisdom. May the eyes of our understanding be opened and may we see you glorified. We love you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. And let everyone say amen and amen. Hallelujah. And so people of God, I just want to share with you some of my meditations hallelujah you know yesterday i was just studying the bible and a particular scripture that i i, I feel in my spirit just share with us today hallelujah and i i i, I think and i believe it's gonna bless you amen and this is from the book of psalm psalm 1 Psalm 1. You know, for some of us, we are very serious, more serious this year to embark on a journey of really going deep in the things of God. And I shared with some of us that a, a conviction the Lord gave me, and it can be a conviction also, that the Lord said to me, I should study the book of Psalms. I should read the book of Psalms. I should study it, I should meditate on it. Because one of the things he was saying is my love language will get better. Hmm. My love language for him will get better. And I'm telling you, scriptures like creating me a, a clean heart and renew within me a right spirit. Cast me not away from your presence. Please don't take your spirit from me. It, it just it just speaks to you. Cast me not away from your presence. Please don't take your spirit from me. That means that anybody that is not really following the spirit won't really experience the presence. You know, so me becoming a man or a person of his presence means I have to be a person of his spirit. I must be spirit conscious. It should always be about the Holy Spirit me obeying the holy spirit following the leadings the promptings of the holy spirit not grieving him you know pleasing the holy spirit be allow myself to be led by led and ruled and governed by the holy spirit i mean you see so such scriptures just minister to you life it just ministers to you life. Scriptures like Psalm 100 verse 4, it teaches you, you know, how to 
engage him, how to come into his presence. The power of thanksgiving is that I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. And you see, when you learn about the temple of God or um, the sanctuary, we had the, 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 the outer court and we had the inner court and we had the holy of holies. You know, the, the outer courts can also stand for the gates. Then the inner courts can stand for the court. Then we have the holy of holies. And say, so I will enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his court with praise. You know, if you're able to make it past the outer court into the inner court, you can be able to make it past the inner court into the holy of holies. And so it just tells us the progression of how to come into his presence. You don't just come like that. You know, thanksgiving is the key to the gateway of his presence. So I will enter his gateway thanksgiving in my heart. And as you, you keep giving yourself the thanksgiving, it builds up into praise. Oh, by the time you realize you're just singing unto him. Ah, oh, Jesus speaking words filled of love just to him just singing to him oh glory 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 you know this morning i was singing a song i think maybe we can just sing it amen yeah I think we can just sing it. Oh, let the Son of God enfold you with His Spirit and His love. Let Him fill your heart and satisfy your soul. Oh, let Him have the things that hold you and His Spirit like a dove will descend upon your life and make you whole. And so as you have thanked him and you have praised him, you know, you're just going, you're just going into his presence. And this is just a hard desire. This is just that burning, that burning fire on your inside that no, I need his presence. So I must just follow the path to his presence. I need, I need him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Come and fill your lands. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, come and fill your lambs. You know, many people don't understand. Why are you all about his presence? Hey, oh, come and sing this song with gladness. As your hearts are filled with joy. Lift your hands in sweet surrender. To his name, oh, give him all 
your tears and sadness. Give him all your years of pain and you'll enter into life. Enter into life. His presence is life. His presence is life. He said, where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. There is freedom. There is freedom to live. Freedom to live life. His presence is life. He said, thou hast made known unto me the fountain of life. What is the fountain of life? His presence. In his presence will we find him. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. You know, think about it. If you want to find me, you need to find where I am. And where I am, my presence is there. I mean, I'm present there. And me being present there means my presence is there. And so to find me, you need to go to where I am present. To find him, you need to go to his presence. Yes. Yes. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Come and fill your lambs Jesus oh Jesus come and fill your lambs and so easy all these things you begin to unravel them in the book of Psalms with a whole lot of secrets that can Order your journey of seeking him. It's in this same psalm that he said, he said, look, as the deer pants after the waters, he said, that is how my soul pants after you. That is how my soul pants after you. As the deer panted forth, the waters of my soul Longer after thee. Do you get it? You alone are my heart. Desire and I long to worship you. Oh, you alone. Oh. Ah, my strength, my shield, to you alone, make my spirit yield. You alone, ah, my heart, desire, you alone are my heart, desire, and I long to worship you. Yeah. It's all in the book of Psalms. And so when the Lord said to me, study the book of Psalms, I just understood. I just understood. I just understood. And so I'm here to just reveal unto you the book of Psalms. Hallelujah. Psalm 1. It was my meditation. It's been a meditation since yesterday and even throughout today. Hallelujah. Psalm 1. Verse 1, it says something. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, 
nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. The counsel of the ungodly. Like what Job's wife told Job, he said, Cares God and die is a counsel of, is an ungodly counsel. The counsel of the ungodly. And the Bible is saying that, look, if you are able to just avoid these things, you are blessed. Wow. Wow. You are blessed. And a man who is blessed is definitely a man who has received a blessing. And so, what it means is that the more you avoid ungodly counsel, the more you receive blessings. The more you receive blessings. Oh, the more you receive blessings. The Bible said that in the book of Proverbs, a faithful man will abound in blessings. The Bible said, the blessings of the Lord make it a man rich. Oh, you want to become rich in his presence. Be faithful. Avoid ungodly counsel. What does it mean to walk in ungodly counsel? It means to listen to ungodly counsel, to live according to ungodly counsel, and also to give ungodly counsel. And so perhaps you don't listen, you don't, but you give it. You are the one who gives it. It's not a blessing. It's not a blessing. A, a, a child of God should not give himself to ungodly counsel. No. No. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, the way, the path, the lifestyle, the life of sinners. As for you, when it comes to that lifestyle, you are standing strong. You, you, <laughs> you are like a role model. <laughs> no, 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 no. It must not be. He said, blessed is the one who does not stand. Who does not stand? That means whenever it comes to sinful lifestyle, it should be someone who is zero, zero on it. You know, people say, yeah, you are a John boy. It's a blessing. You are a John girl. Oh, look at this John boy, John girl. He doesn't know anything. You don't know anything. You don't even know anybody. You don't know. It's a blessing. God is saying, look, it's a blessing. And he calls you blessed. He said, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, the one who mocks. You know, people mock the church a lot. We are in a generation that, especially on social media, where all people have in their life is just one CD bundle. They have nothing else, nothing to their names, no wisdom, no, nothing. Empty people with just one CD bundle. And you see them mocking the church, mocking Christianity, mocking the faith, mocking God, mocking men of God. He says, don't join them. Don't join them. Whether you like the man of God or not, don't join them. You see, it's not a matter of, I like this man of God, I don't like this man of God. Who do you like? This is the one I like, follow. Leave the one you don't like for us that we like him. Don't mock. Don't mock a fellow believer. Sometimes you can see 
believers in the fold and they are mocking one person. Mocking. He said, look, if you don't do these things, you are blessed. If you don't sit in the seat, that means that, means that it, it, you've, you've done it to the point that like now it's a life for you. That's where you dwell. Hmm. He said, but his delight, and this is not even my emphasis, you know, I'm just trying to just elaborate and expound these things unto you. He said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, his passion, his passion, his passion. That means, look, you know, and the Lord was just telling me something, his delight. That means if you walk in the counsel of the ungodly, what it does, it kills your desire. It kills your desire for the word of God. You know, sometimes you wonder, why is I cannot study the Bible? Why is that I'm not able to really read the Bible? I'm not able to really be consistent. Check your life. Check your life. You'd realize that one way or the other, you are allowing and entertaining some of these things. And look, the moment these things are introduced into your life, it begins to kill your desire for God and your desire for the things of God. I'm telling you. Your delight. You see, it's not just about desire. Delight. Delight. You know, when you have a delight for when you have delight for something, you know, you are in awe of that thing. You know, you look at the thing, you just say, Wow. Wow. You look at how a man of God is just building the church and you're like, wow, such wisdom. You just read the Bible and you see something, you say, wow. You see, when you give yourself to these things, it begins to kill that ability to see the wowness. Yeah, it's a word. The wowness in the word. That means, look, if your delight is dead, your eyes are shut. That means that if your delight is dead in the word, you are blind to the word. You are blind. You cannot see far. You cannot see deep things in the word of God. And it's the problem of many Christians. This is the problem in the church. This is the problem in the faith. Yeah. Hallelujah. Delight. Delight. But his delight is in the law, the word of God. When you see the law of the Lord, it means the word of God, the instructions. His delight is in the law of the Lord, the instructions. God gives instructions through your man of God. Let's come to church at 8. Then... An ungodly counsel comes in your mind. I, I, are, you, are you the gate, the gate man? I don't come to opening prayer. Every day, church, 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 church. Every day, come to church eight. Come to church eight. Me, I won't come. Ungodly counsel. So it, it begins to kill your delight for the instruction. You know, one way, one proof that you have delight for instructions is your ability to obey them instantly, immediately, promptly. Yeah. Yeah. Delight. Many people in the church don't delight in instructions. You can't tell me what to do. 
You cannot tell me what to do. <laughs> Why are you trying to tell us what to do? It's like the pastor is trying to rule us. It's like, you know, for, if you're interested in somebody, just come and tell us. And we will help you. But you find out people are just hiding it. And they are secretly dating in the church. And they are breaking people's hearts secretly. And people are hurt. And people are offended. And all, you see, all these things is because they did not delight in instructions. That means that not delighting in instructions can cost you. I remember several months ago, one daughter posted on her status and I saw it. She said, disobedience costs. And it was just because by, by the grace of the Lord, I gave her an instruction, but she did not listen. And she disobeyed and it cost her to this date. It's costing her. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, but his delight is in the law, the instructions, the word, the counsel of the Lord. Many times God gives a counsel. Don't do this. Don't take this path. But you see, our delight is low. Why? Because ungodly counsel is stirred up on our inside. You see, we are fed on these things to the point that now it's on our inside. You don't need anybody to now bring it to you. You bring it to yourself. Ungodly counsel. Or the lifestyle of sinners. Standing the way you stand. Even sinners look up to you as a chief sinner. Meanwhile, you, you are a child of God. And you're not a sinner, but by your act, you, are, you, 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 you portray as a chief sinner the way of sinners or the scornful. Everything that happens in church, he's talking about it. Criticizing, 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 mocking. Oh, God. It's not about you saying it in your heart. Sometimes in your heart, you just, you just do it. It kills that delight. He said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. I'm sure you were asking, how, so how do I increase the delight? Meditation. Meditation. Why? Because meditation begins to unravel the debts that reside in the law of the Lord. So, for instance, God can give an instruction and you're just meditating on it, thinking about this instruction. Oh, the Lord says I should do this. Wow. Okay. The Lord says I should do this. But eventually, it begins to unravel the depths. You begin to discover the depths. Oh, wow. Then I must do it. Or oh, the word of God, the Bible. You just meditate on it. <laughs> like this scripture, I meditated on it, you know, and I'm still meditating. I'm seeing the beauty of it, oh, Jesus, the beauty of it. I Initially, I never really understood it that way. I would preach it. I would quote it. I would speak it. I would write it. But I did not see the depth like I'm seeing now. And I tell you, if I keep meditating on this, even a week more, oh, I'm going to bring you deeper depth. Why? Because meditation unravels the depth in the word of God. Now, as you keep discovering the depth, 
what happens is your delight begins to increase because the deeper you go, the more the owl. The more the owl, the deeper you go, the more, you know, it's just like, wow. I never knew this was there. Wow. So it begins to stir up that hunger. The delight stirs up the hunger. You see, you would never, the reason why many of us like KFC (laughs) is because, I mean, when you look at even the chicken, and, and even their motto says, is, 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 is finger licking, finger licking good or something like that. You know, you just look at a chicken and you're like, wow. So delight begins to stir up. Then through the delight, there's hunger. There's passion. Let me eat this thing. So <laughs> the more you meditate, the more delight is coming. The more delight is coming, the more that passion, that hunger. No, I can't do without this this word. No, no, no. I must study the word the more to find more. I must read the word the more to find more. Yeah, yeah. The mystery of delight and the mystery of meditation. So he said, in his Lord doth he meditate day and night. Why not just day? Why not perhaps just night? But why day and night? It's talking about consistency. Anything you're not consistent at, you will not have good results. Yeah. Consistency. Consistency. So you meditate consistently in order to keep up consistent delight. And where there's consistent delight, there'll be consistent desire. So there, will, there won't be anything like, I don't really have desire again. I've lost desire. I've lost passion in this. I've lost. No, 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 no. If you've lost desire, it means you've lost delight. And if you lost delight, it means there is something wrong. Consistency. Consistency. You don't meditate. The reason why many Christians today don't really love the word of God. And when they hear you talk about the word of God in a certain way, you know, they are wondering, they are shocked. You know, they look at you with... Uh, strange eyes it's it's all because the problem the problem is not many of us meditate we read the word every day we hear it we listen to it but we don't meditate we don't ponder we don't ponder when you study signs concerning ruminants goods are ruminants so animals like goats, for instance, they do something that we call regurgitation. Regurgitation. I'm sorry about the art students, but I, I just need to teach you this. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are learning a new word. Amen. Regurgitation. Now, regurgitation is the act of bringing out what they have chewed. And taking it in again to chew it again. So perhaps grass. They chew the grass. They chew it. And then they bring it out again. And they chew it again. So for instance, they can chew it. Bring it into their stomach. Bring it out again into their mouth. And chew it again. And bring it into your stomach and bring it out again and chew it again. So that's how come if you if you look at goats, you see sometimes they can be done, it's like they are chewing something and there's nothing around. 
Yeah. So what they have already chewed, they've brought it out, chewed again, brought it in again, chewed again, brought it out, chewed again. And and what is what are they doing? What are they doing? You see, the more they do that, the more they pull out more of the nutrients that was once hidden in their first chewing. Hmm. More of you know that that nutrient that was hidden. So as they bring it out and they chew again, it begins to go deeper and pull out much more deeper nutrients in what they missed the first time. And that's what meditation is about. It's just like regurgitation. You may have read it, but don't stop there. Think about it. Ponder. Try to chew it. Try to memorize it. Huh? Read it again. Think on it you'd realize that you begin to draw out nutrients you missed out the first time you went over that scripture. And so through meditation, you begin to step deeper and deeper into enlightenment. So he says, and his law doth he meditate day and night and by virtue of doing all this then he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water oh holy spirit oh jesus you know water also signifies the word the word of god so he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of the word rivers flow so the word flows so now he's planted by the flowing of the word that is that's how come somebody can get to a point where all that flows out of him is the word even in daily conversations is the word that is flowing out in in his speakings in in his dealings it's just the word everything about the life is just the word you know how do you get there how do you get there through meditation delight desire yeah oh yes oh yes so now you become a tree planted by the flowing of the word there is always a constant flow of the word a constant flow of the word coming to you and coming out of you oh glory receive this dimension in the name of jesus now the water also signifies the spirit the spirit of god so he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of the spirit the spirit is always flowing always flowing always flowing becoming a man of the spirit you see no one can become a man of the spirit if he's not a man of the word because the spirit and the word move hand in hand that is why when you read the book of Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that the Spirit of God hovered over the face and the, and the Lord spoke. He said, let there be light. So there was a Spirit who hovered and the Word was introduced. Where the Spirit is, the Word will be there. And where the Word is, the Spirit will be there. If you want to be rich in the Holy Ghost, rich rich a man of the spirit be a man of the word yeah yeah he said that bringeth forth his fruit in his season oh glory 
His leaf also shall not wither. That bringeth forth his fruit, his beauty. Oh, your life begins to become beautiful. Begins to become beautiful. Fruit, value. Your value begins to increase. You become more fruitful. Oh, glory. His leaf also shall not wither. You see, the leaf stands for works. Number one, your works shall not wither. There is impact all around you. Impact in your life. Whatever your hands begin to do does not wither. It does not stop. It does not end. The word of God makes things work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the leaves also stand for the avenues that bring in. They bring in to you. So they bring in food, brings income. You know, because when you study the plant, the leaf is a vital part of the plant because it's the leaf that traps sunlight. I'm talking about the presence of photosynthesis. You know, in the chlorophyll and all that. And then, um, through the um, the nutrients and the water and all that from the ground, you know, the plant is able to now prepare food for the plant. I mean, it's, it's just amazing, you know. So you realize that the leaf is that which captures the sunlight without a leaf i mean it's, it's going to be difficult for photosynthesis the preparation of food do you know that it's even through the leaf that the plant uh, respirates yeah it's through the leaf it's through the leaf yeah that the plant respirates oh may the lord give you understanding and so when he says your leaf will not wither, it's so much more. It's so much more. It's so much more. Oh. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. People of God, all this points to number one, you doing away with ungodly counsel. Number two, not giving yourself the lifestyle of sinners. Because you can't be doing that and expect to prosper. It does not work that way. And number three, mocking. It doesn't work that way. In the word of God. Hmm. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. He said, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. I want to show you where my main meditation was. So therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. He said, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. That is the place. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. The Lord knows the way of the righteous. The Lord, the Lord is the one who backs the way of the righteous. Oh, and the righteous is the one who does not walk with ungodly counsel, walk in ungodly counsel, does not mock, 
does not live the lifestyle of sinners. Oh, you know, I know in Christ we are righteous because we have the righteousness of Christ. However, it's one thing to be righteous and it's another thing to give yourself to righteous living. And so in Christ we are righteous, but many of us are not giving ourselves to righteous living. And so there is nothing to show forth of the righteousness which we have received. Amen. So even though in the spirit we are righteous, like we, we, we still express that life of unrighteousness. Then what is the essence of being righteous in Christ? He said, for the Lord knoweth the way. I wish I could just talk more and more about this because this, this, this is the main meditation here. For the Lord knoweth the way. The Lord is concerned about the way of the righteous. The Lord is aware about the way of the righteous. The Lord approves the way of the righteous. The Lord supports. The Lord is concerned. The Lord provides for the way of the righteous. The Lord is involved. He knoweth the way of the righteous. He said, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. What struck me yesterday, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. What is it that you are involved in? What is it that you are going through? What is it that you want to do? The Lord knoweth. It means he gives thought to the righteous. His heart beats for the righteous. The Lord knoweth. The Lord knoweth. The Lord knoweth. That this is where the ministry needs to get to. The Lord knoweth. And as far as he knoweth, he will be involved. Oh, glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. I don't know if somebody is blessed. This is just an exposition. I'm just doing a quick exegesis on someone. I don't know. Perhaps maybe we'll be doing more. Maybe then we go to Psalm 2, then Psalm 3. Then, I mean, what do you think? I think this can be a journey we can all embark on. By the time we realize we are done with the book of Psalms, I don't know, perhaps we can, we can just be doing something like this. But I, I just believe that your eyes are opening to the word of God, to this scripture. For the Lord knoweth. Let this be your meditation also. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. Why? Because he himself ordered it. He ordered the way of the righteous. Yeah. Order my path. Yeah. He ordered it. So he knows it. Yeah. 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 He said, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The way of the ungodly. So it may seem like the ungodly is doing well, but it's just a matter of time. They'll perish. Things will begin to fail. Look at it, those that go for blood money and all that. You know, initially they'll buy their cars, their houses, the lavish lifestyle, but eventually you hear they are dead. Eventually they lose everything. We recently met one guy. We saw him. Not met, but we saw him. And this guy was known for lavish lifestyles, you know, cars and all that. But we saw him. And he just had nothing. He had nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. The way of the ungodly shall perish. Your friends, 
going around sleeping around and they are getting all the money and you feel like, God, what should I do? Should I join them? Because they are getting the money and I'm hungry. Hey, the way of the ungodly shall perish. It's just a matter of time. But the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. He knows your way. He knows it. He's, he knows your way. He knows how to locate you. He knows it. He knows that you are righteous, but you are hungry. He knows it. Yeah. If he knows it, he'll come through for you. Yeah. In a matter of time. I'm telling you, you'd realize how far the Lord will take you and how low your colleagues will be. I'm telling you. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that as we've gone through the scripture, may the Lord help you to be consistent. May the Lord empower you to meditate like never before. May the Lord sustain your delight and your desire for him and for the things of the Lord. And I pray for you that you would give yourself to righteous living and you will stand you will stand in the ways of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. There's a song that I want us to sing. If this is the way of the Lord, I love the way of the Lord. If this is the way of the Lord, then I love the way of the Lord. If this is the way of the Lord, I love the way of the Lord. If this is the heart of the Lord, then I love the heart of the Lord. If this is the will of the Lord, then I love the will of the Lord. If this is the will of the Lord, I love the will of the Lord. Hallelujah. Beloved, this is God's will for you. This is heart for you. Pursue it and your life will never be the same. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you for joining. God bless you for listening. I love you all. Hallelujah. And just give us some feedback. Perhaps we just continue this as a journey. And who knows, we may digest the entire book of Psalms. Hallelujah. God bless you. This is Inshira Jefferson Hayford. I love you all. And shalom. Shalom. Shalom.